Welcome to Behind the Membership Season 4, Episode 7. On this episode, I'm talking with Warwick Brown from the CAM Club, a membership site for key account managers which has been running for about nine months at the time of recording. In this episode, we're talking all about how Warwick came to start the CAM Club and how he utilised existing resources to get him started, but still wishes he had launched sooner instead of continuously putting it off. Warwick also talks about the challenge of consistency, particularly when it comes to content creation and how finding a way to link his free and paid content has made his life so much easier. And we talk about finding enough time to do everything when running a membership site solo, how Warwick provides a lot of personal support in his membership site, from 30-minute welcome calls to personal videos and check-in messages, despite it being low cost, and how, despite quitting his high-salaried job and not yet making the same amount with his membership, he couldn't be happier. Plus, of course, much, much more. So let's dive in. Welcome to Behind the Membership with Callie Willows. Real people, real stories, real memberships. My guest today is Warwick Brown from the CAM Club. Welcome to the show, Warwick. Thank you, Kelly. I'm so excited to be here. Um, big fan of the podcast and obviously member of the Membership Class community as well. So, yeah, really excited to dive into, uh, into the topic of memberships. Awesome. I'm really looking forward to hearing more about your membership journey in particular. And so to get us started, could you actually tell us a little bit about the CAM Club? Like what kind of membership is it? Who's it for? Absolutely. So uh, the CAM Club stands for Key Account Manager Club. And uh, key account managers are essentially uh, people within organizations that are responsible for managing and uh, growing and making profitable relationships with existing customers. So, uh, and that's my background, that's my expertise, that's kind of where I've been for most of my career. So I decided to launch a club where I could bring together all of the content that I had put out there from courses to blogs to videos, uh, as well as sort of connect people um, you know, in a community to really just help busy, I, I call it, you know, the King Club is to help busy account managers get results in their professional lives, whether that's their jobs or, uh, you know, like the day-to-day or their careers in terms of, you know, career development and personal growth. So that's who the audience is. Um, and I have people from all over the world in there, people from all different levels of experience, people that are new account managers and people that are kind of seasoned, people in between jobs, people looking to get new jobs, all sorts of people. So uh, that's, that's a little bit about it. Awesome. And so what inspired you to create the membership? I've been blogging on the subject of account management for about two and a half years. I've been doing dabbling in video as well. I kind of have a growing YouTube channel, not, not massive by any stretch, about 1,500 subscribers, uh, a couple of thousand people on my email list. Uh, and that started just as a personal branding journey where I wanted to establish myself as an expert in that profession and try and get out of being pigeonholed in my industry. You know, it's like get people to see that my skills were transferable. But after a couple of years of doing that, obviously opportunities start to come up. Your kind of mind starts turning and you think about all these different ways that you can engage with people and people ask you to do stuff as well. Um, So from that, I wrote a course, which was called How to Get in Front of the C-Suite and Get Results, which is about how to connect and develop influential relationships with senior executives within your client base. Because somebody said, hey, I struggle with that. I'm like, well, I know how to do that. Let me write a course. But then I realized I had nothing else for them. I kind of had them at in fact, that kind of course is really at the end of the journey. There's so much more you need to do before you're really ready to take the step of like engaging with CEOs and CFOs. And I'm like, what do I do with these people? Like, do I write more courses? Do I, what, what happens? 
And then I kind of stumbled across the idea of memberships and then I ran across your podcast and then I, I was like, bingo, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. So that's why I launched sort of the membership side of things where I could uh, be a bit more involved and a bit more engaged with the community instead of having to keep writing constant courses all the time or I don't know, don't even know what I was going to do. You know? So that's kind of how it happened that I decided on the membership, uh, membership angle. Awesome. And so how long ago did you actually launch the membership now? October last year. So we're coming up to, what's that, nine months, something like that. Awesome. So not long. And so you mentioned that the, the membership is almost kind of a precursor to the course. Is that how things work now? Do you still offer that course uh, separately? Yep. or? Um, the course I had initially on Thinkific, then, I mean, it's still there. Um, I had a few, quite a few, well, not quite a few, I had a few people go through it. Then it's now inside the, um, the membership community. So it's a, just a value add. It's like a four hour video course, you know, lots of modules, lots of lessons. Um, you know, it's a proper course. Um, so that's there. I'm thinking about moving that onto Udemy as well. Just maybe a, a kind of a, a gateway to the, the rest of the, like a, a, a marketing angle. I've uploaded, I haven't done anything with it yet. Um, I find courses, people aren't that engaged in like the full blown four hour course. I felt a lot more engagement on just like 20 minute training, which I kind of got inspired by your quick wins um, content because that seems to be a really good sweet spot for people, like 15, 20 minutes, easy, learn a little piece and then move on. So I haven't done another course, uh, but yeah, the course is still around, still available for purchase independently as well as for free as part of the, the Cam Club. Awesome. So talking about content then, you mentioned you kind of focused on shorter trainings in the membership. Mm-hmm. So if somebody joins your membership, what are they getting each month? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. I mean, it depends. You know, I'm try- I've tried and experimented with so many things around kind of cadence, around topics, around modalities, and, you know, I haven't cracked the code on it by any means. So, yeah. But what they, what they get is I have, um, you know, like a forum, um, topics, that sort of thing, so they can sort of post and engage with people on specific things that are interesting to them. Then I have a resources section where I have kind of the career hub, which is where I've got all the things related to like interview skills, 90 day plans, um, presentations, you know, that sort of stuff just around career development, professional development. And then I have a section called the accelerator zone, which is where all that sort of 15, 20 minute training sits. I have the cam calls, which is where I put all of the um, live call replays uh, in there. And I do those typically every two to three weeks. Uh, and then I have, um, the cam kit, which is basically downloads. So it's all like either user guide, like, like guides, how to guides, templates, um, just, you know, PDFs, Excel documents, PowerPoints, that sort of stuff that sits in there. So that's kind of the structure of the the resources. And then I've also got the full course, how to get in front of C-suite. Uh, and that kind of works really well. Awesome. So quite a variety there in terms of what you're offering, really. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's very heavy on the templates. You know, the training's still a work in progress, but I've got loads of templates because I've been building that through my blog for the last couple of years and I've updated and refreshed them. And there's obviously a lot more pressure when people are paying you to have things look good and be of a certain standard. So I spent a lot of time just upgrading existing stuff I had that when it was free for an email list versus now it's paid for inside my camp club. I had to kind of spend a bit of time on the design and the look and the, the quality of that. 
Awesome. So you mentioned existing resources that were previously free there. So mm-hmm. when you first launched mm-hmm. the CAM Club, did mm-hmm. you launch it with kind of those those previous resources that you already had or with mm-hmm. new content or a combination? Uh, it was all existing content. Um, however, I spent a huge amount of time polishing it up. So, for example, I used to use, there's a few, I think there's Beacon, there's a couple of them, where like you can turn your blog post into a PDF kind of automatically. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to do too much and just a few tweaks and it's a PDF. But, you know, that's not particularly good looking. Um, what I did when I recreated that content, I they look like magazines now. They're super slick. I spent a lot of time working out design elements, using proper stock images, Um rewording stuff layout. I added new content. I've researched some extra stuff. Um, I did extra templates and things like that. So while the the core of it was sort of existing, when I moved it into the cam club, it was like went from 1.0 to like 4.0, you know, in terms of quality and and kind of content. So I wasn't starting from scratch, but you know, you had to definitely lift the game when it was inside the cam club. Makes sense. And so do you offer other services and products as well, aside from the membership and the the course? I do. Uh, I have, I do a bit of coaching. Um, I've got a few coaching clients. Um, That's sort of growing. That kind of just lands in my lap though. That's not something I'm actively going out there um, sort of selling. Uh, And then I have sort of another side of the business, which is called Account Manager Tips, which is the original business. And that's really targeted at organizations. That's more like consulting, you know, training programs, um, you know, in-person, customized, um, bespoke kind of start here and by the end finish here. And that's what you'll get a complete sort of training program. The CAM Club is targeted at individuals. So it's a bit more like if you are... Um, you know, particularly ambitious and you, you know, a lot of people just join on their own bat because they don't have the support or the guidance or the resources within their own organization. Some people want to get promoted and develop. So they just prepare to invest in their own learning, which really surprised me because I, I was reluctant at first. I was like, who's going to pay for that? You know, like who, who's going to pay to be an account for account management training? Um, and I was really surprised and delighted by the fact that people actually are prepared to, um, to pay for their own professional development. So I was really excited about that because there's no like, it's not like, okay, well, I'm going to set up a membership site and then I'm going to earn money. Like if you join a CAM club as a CAM club member, well, there's no guarantees you're going to get a new job. There's no guarantees you'll get a promotion or a pay rise or a bonus or whatever your goals are unless you invest the time. Um, so, yeah, um, that's the way I've sort of split the two businesses. One is individual CAM club. The other is organization focused a bit more corporate b2b at the um at the training level and they cross over quite nicely because actually the cam club has proven to be a really nice value add so when i do a training program everything's online so i can say go in here you have your own private group for your own organization we can have private conversations but they can still access the wider community so actually there's some really nice synergies and crossovers between the two as well so that's by accident but actually it's turned out to be a really good um value add for for, for clients awesome and so can people join the club at any time then Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i i'm not doing launches it's i mean i did a a launch and i have done a couple of short-term sort of marketing things like a a five-day challenge that sort of thing to kind of attract new members but yeah join whenever you want today now go ahead (laughs) (laughs) awesome so 
What would you say has been your biggest challenge with the membership over the last nine months? Uh, definitely consistency um, because I'm one person and I don't have cash flow to pay for people to help me. Um, so I have time, but then of course there are only so many, so many hours in the day. Uh, so consistency, um, really trying to get a, a rhythm with the content uh, and, and figure it out. So I, I'm kind of forgiving myself because I like, I want to experiment. I don't want to lock myself into a, a framework and then just persist without me really fully understanding what potentially works. Cause I think it also has to work for you as a content creator. Like, there's only so much I can give to my audience just because they want it. There's a certain element of the fact that I've got to enjoy creating it. I've got to think about ways to make that interesting for them. Um, so yeah, I'm still suffering it out, but consistency, um, engagement is a real problem. No, I shouldn't say problem. I mean, people turn up and they, they're lurking and I'm more than happy that they're signing in and checking stuff out, but certainly engagement is a struggle and just attracting new members. I mean, those are the three things probably everybody faces, but they're the, the big challenges. Awesome. And so if they've been the challenges, what has been your highlight or your favorite thing about having the membership? I love the fact that I can engage. I mean, right now it's small, so I have a lot of opportunity to engage one-on-one with people. Uh, when people say to me, oh my gosh, the advice that you've been giving me and the help you gave me, I would, I'd be, I, I, you know, I, I'd pay for that, like more than, you know, 10 times more than what I'm paying. Like I love being able to really make a difference to people to fast track their understanding of things. Like somebody poses a question and I'm like, bang, I've got the answer. Here's some resources. Here's point you in the right direction. Jump on a call. If you need to, we can talk and, you know, get you, get you um, pointed in the right direction. So I just love that. It feels very rewarding to know that you're making a difference to people that they, when they find you, they're like, Oh, thank God. Like I needed this. And that's so rewarding um, to be able to make a difference to their, their, their careers I love that um yeah that's that's one of my favorite things as well when you just you can see that difference that you're making mm. and so going back to something you mentioned before about kind of that struggle with getting engagement is that with getting engagement in your community your live calls just across the gamut I mean, it depends on the topic, you know, if I somehow I hit across a really interesting topic, uh, I'll, I'll get better attendance. Uh, people watch the replays. Uh, because I've got people in the US, I have people in Norway, Germany, South Africa, Australia, UK, it can be really hard to get the right time. Uh, and the volume of people isn't there to be able to really do it. Like I know you guys do it like twice a week uh, or used to anyway to sort of meet the US and the North American and here time zones and things like that. So I'm not at that point yet, but I think um, sometimes uh, it's just, it's, it's a small group, I guess. And you know, probably 95% of people are locals in any group, no matter how big the membership size is. So just the fact that they're small um, members means less engagement as well, but people still reach out to me directly. We've got direct message chats, um, DMS, people kind of reach out, jump on calls anytime. So I still have a reasonable one-on-one engagement. I'd love to see greater sort of community engagement, but that's not to say there's none. It's just trying to find the right way to facilitate that. Um, yeah, it's a struggle. It's an interesting audience as well, because that it, it, it's one of those where they're not necessarily joining for the community, I would imagine, as well. Yeah, not really. I mean, they like to know it's there. And some people have posted some things saying, like, what do you guys think? How do you, how do, you do this? How do you do that? Um, for example, somebody 
was doing a bit of a time motion study and wanted to know how much time people spent externally with their clients versus internally with their internal teams, you know, and, and that kind of got some engagement. Um, there's been a few other posts that have been really interesting. I've also learned, which I love when somebody posts something, and I'm like, I didn't know that. Um, so, yes, I think a lot of times people are just logging on because they need a template or they need to know something there and now. They're not necessarily hanging out there. Um, and so how much is the membership out of interest? So it is, I think, 24 US a month um, and a 20, 25% discount if you buy an annual membership. So, I, I, you know, the price point was a struggle. I did have an opening discount, uh, you know, a lifetime discount for, for, for joining members, founding members, and I created a separate kind of group for founding members. So the plan is if and when we get to like a, a bigger size that I will be able to identify those founding members and we'll have extra things just for them for being so loyal and hanging around. Plus they get like a, I think it was $19 for them. So bigger discount as well for, for a lifetime. Um, I wanted to keep it at a level because there's no return on investment. Like people aren't going to make money necessarily. They're not going to be able to say, okay, if I invest $49 a month now, but I know my business could be worth a hundred thousand a year, it's worth it to them. But when you're earning a certain amount of money, fixed income, you know, it's hard to really quantify the value of that investment. And also I wanted to make it affordable globally because obviously we're in the UK, we've got a sometimes a strong currency, but other other markets don't always have a strong currency. South Africa, Asia, uh, US. I mean, I wanted to respect the exchange rates as well as people's level of income because I have junior people that are maybe I'm not so much as senior people. So I wanted to price it at a point that was going to be reasonably affordable for most people, not break the bank um, and make it open and accessible to everybody. Awesome. And so let's change gears a little bit now then. Mm. What have you been doing? What's worked well for you when it comes to attracting new members? Um, well, I have been very lazy in that regard. I'm embarrassed to admit. Um, I do get a good steady trickle of just people that find you know, the CAM Club because it's on my website and I get probably 10,000 visitors a month to my account manager tips blog and all that. So that helps, you know, it's not me actually actively having to, to push it. Um, I did do a five day challenge, which definitely worked. I did like a pop-up Facebook group and there was um, lives. I went live every second day. That was really good. The only problem with the challenge itself was it was complicated. I really, I really I, I made it too overwhelming for people. So um, while the content was great, it was full on. So I need to kind of dial that back. So I'm thinking about doing another one because I've just done your, that training that you've just had in the, in the, um, uh, academy. So I'm like, okay, I need to revisit that because it worked really well. And, um, I'm ready to tackle it again, but with a scaled down version of the challenge. Um, and you know, I do do, um, some social media. What I've just started doing is making sure I promote the damn thing because I'll do videos and then I forget to just even mention it. So now I'm always doing screenshots. I'm doing little, hey, um, come and check out the cam club. And the other thing I'm doing is making sure that there, which I've also got from the academy, is making sure that there is that extra thing for cam club members. So if I do a blog post, which I'm about to publish one today or tomorrow, uh, it's all about 90 day plans, but you'll only get the completed plan if you're a cam club member. You know, you'll only get the training like the detailed training, I'm going to do a YouTube video, which will be 
the basics, but the detailed stuff will be if you're a Cam Club member and then I'll do little banners. So I'm thinking every single post now like that, which I wasn't. So that's really helping as well because that's easy. I mean, that's so easy. Yeah, it's such a such a great way to kind of cross-promote your membership with your your free content there. Yeah. And yeah, as you say, actually remembering to mention, <laughs> mention it as well. <laughs> yeah. And even um, something I did this week, which I'm going to continue to do, was I film, filmed a YouTube, uh, I filmed just a social media video, like a plan, how I plan my week video. Uh, but I did two different intros and outros. So I did one, which is just for strangers, you know, like on, on LinkedIn. Then I filmed a different version for Can Club members. So that way I could point them to the resources internally. I could talk about a few different things that are available and just give a little bit extra. And it took really no extra time editing or filming. But one I've uploaded to Vimeo and now it's in the Cam Club. The other is a social media thing. And I feel at least that way, even if my members stumble across it on social media, they'll realise it was better or extra on the Cam Club as well. And it, like, honestly, it was like an extra 10 minutes work. So I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah. And I think, as you said, um, touching on earlier when you were talking about kind of revamping your, your content when you launch the membership, it's just that extra, extra touch that makes members realize you're, you're putting in that extra effort for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just taking a few minutes to think before you start filming, before you create content to go, okay, what's my call to action for non-members? What's my value add for members? How do I tie them together? And it's just an extra five or 10 minutes, which I wasn't doing. I was just like pumping stuff out and not really thinking about the bigger picture and where it all fits in and how I can work on sort of marketing content and bring that all together. And that's, um, I'm definitely going to be a lot more focused on that now. And it's definitely making a difference with the results. Awesome. And is video the main way you're putting free content out at the minute? Uh, yeah, I've kind of got a video first strategy. Um, I will always, everything that I do always has to be actionable. So I will always make sure there's a template. I will always make sure there is a next step. I will always make sure that it addresses a specific problem because that's just the kind of stuff I do. I don't really do opinion pieces. I don't do like um, that kind of stuff. I'm more like, okay, this is how you do stuff. And here's my point of view on it. But um, video first, lots of people come to me from YouTube. Loads. So many. Um, one of my videos has 40,000 views. I'm like, okay, it's crazy. Um, unfortunately, that one doesn't mention the cam club. But anyway, um, I, I, a lot of people have been coming to me through video. And um, I'm definitely, definitely focused on video content. So less but more more comprehensive. So I'm not doing every week. I'm doing once or twice a month, but it's full on. Like I've got the YouTube video. I've got the cam club extras. I've got the blog post. I've got the lead magnet opt-in. I've got the landing pages. And that takes a lot of time versus just pulling out a blog post, which not to say there's no value in that, but when you're starting to think about a business and a membership community and the customer journey and the funnel and all of that sort of stuff, you've got to connect the dots, which through the academy, I realized I was not doing. So you, you guys really helped me kind of start to think about things a lot more strategically when it comes to content and making sure it has a purpose, not just for my readers or my watchers, but for me. And I think when you're putting out that kind of level of content as well, then as you said, that that consistency is better 
if it's further apart, if that means you're putting out better quality content rather than trying to push something out every week just because. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there is enough generic stuff out there. I don't want to be that. I'd rather write less and have it be impactful than just pump stuff out. And I haven't found it's made a difference to my growth, to my traffic, uh, to my email signups. Um, some of my old posts are still getting thousands of visitors a week. So I, um, that's just me. That's how I like to do it. Other people might be different. Um, I do, um, look, don't get me wrong. I don't mind a little opinion piece and stuff like that, but I save that for social media. I save that for LinkedIn or Twitter where I can film a one or two minute video, put it out there, get the conversation started, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on, on that. And so if those are some things that you're doing publicly, now, we've already touched on engagement, but what are you doing about retention? How are you keeping members happy? Um, so one thing I've recently started doing is video welcome messages. So the, I don't do it the minute they sign up because I don't want to like feel like I'm stalking them. So I usually wait till the next day and I literally send out a video message saying, hey, welcome, so excited to have you part of the CAM Club. Just so you know, you're going to get a few emails from me over the next week to help you settle in. But if you need anything before then, I'm here, I'm around, just DM me, drop me an email. Here's the link to book some time in my calendar. I want to get to know you and how I can help. That's literally what I say. And it takes as long as I've just said it to film it and send it. It's that simple and easy. I'm not getting hundreds of members a day. I get you know, one or two a week, it's not a burden to do that. So that works really well. And I've had really great feedback that people love the personalized um, uh, message. And look, I could do a generic one and just send it, but then I'm not using their name. Honestly, they're going to pay me like 200 bucks a year, 20 bucks a month. The least I can do is spend 30 seconds filming a video for them. Uh, So that works really well. I always do a welcome um, introduction uh, calendar, you know, uh, call. Uh, that works really well. Even if people don't take me up on the offer, they love the fact that it's there. Um, and I think that's really important just to help people get orientated to know that you're invested, that you're happy to show them around. Uh, and while I have the time and the scale right now to do it, uh, I'm happy to. Um, the Q&As and the webinars work well um, when there's a topic people are interested in. So I do have that, um, you know, what, what's your goals in the next six months? And I try to pick my topics from that. So it is relevant to members. I'm not just deciding for on my own what I should be doing. Um, so that's what I do regularly. I was doing and still want to go back to a podcast. I was doing a weekly podcast uh, just for members only with an email newsletter that kind of pointed them to, which I again stole from you, which is your sort of Saturday newsletter, you know, with your updates and all that. Because um, I like that and I think people don't, think to always log on. So, uh, you know, it's a good way for me to just highlight things and also just maybe talk about just general stuff. Like maybe I don't have a post, maybe there's not a course, but maybe I can talk about what's going on in my life, get to be a bit more personal, share with them what's coming up, some behind the scenes. Um, And I thought the podcast format was good and just good practice for me as well to kind of learn that format and how to be interesting and engaging through audio. Um, So I really want to get back to that. I've been really slack with that lately, but that worked really well. People really enjoyed that. Um, And that's probably the main things that I do that seems to be working around sort of retention. Um, And I make sure that I check in with people. So if somebody sent me a message three weeks ago, then I follow up and say, how did that go? Did that presentation work? 
do you need any more time? I'm happy to chat with you. Where are you at? Hey, long time to speak. So definitely those little messages, I think, help people to know that I'm still there. I'm still invested in them. Even if they're busy right now, they know they can reach out. So that's worked really well also. Yeah, it sounds like there's um, quite a lot of personal interaction with you as part of the membership. Huge. I mean, massive. And I kind of like that, but obviously at the price point, I can't maintain that. So I've got to make a decision about, well, not a decision. I've really got to invest some serious energy and focus in attracting members to scale it uh, so that, you know, I kind of find that happy medium between sort of price and and volume where it pays the bills and covers my costs and gives me a little spending money as well. Um, so, yeah, that's not sustainable long-term um, unless the price, like, tripled. But for now, I'm happy to do it. It's good learning for me too. And as a new membership, you want to understand what people want and the closer you are to them and the more connected you can, you can, um, you know, get, get, get more feedback and advice from them about what works and what doesn't. Yeah, definitely. And so you mentioned welcome calls that you're doing as well. So mm-hmm. are they, do you have a specific format and length and thing for those or is it very much just dependent on the member? Uh, it's 30 minutes. Uh, typically I want to know about them, why they joined, what motivated them, what they are specifically looking to achieve, what their challenges are right now. I give them a little bit of background on me just to give them some confidence that, you know, I'm an expert and I know what I'm talking about so they can trust some of the advice that I give them. And then, uh, we either talk about a, a, a quick tour. I always try to do that. Just, just very quick. It's pretty basic. There's not that many links, but I like to show them what's there and, and how to access it. And then, um, let them know I'm around. That typically takes 30 minutes to be honest. It's kind of the standard format. Awesome. And so as you mentioned, that enables you to kind of give them that more personal start, point them to the best resources for them and, and yeah, give you some great feedback on, on what your members need and want, I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Because if they say to me, I joined for this and I know that that's something that's missing, uh, then I can go and create it. One thing I say to all of my members is if it's not there, tell me, because my job is to do all that Googling for you. My job is to do all that research for you. I'm not, I don't want you to have to search hundreds of web pages and download thousands of templates to find the right one. You tell me what you need. I'll figure it out for you. Even if I don't know, like there's been topics people have asked me about like voice of customer or, but I'll do the research. I'm happy to do it. I have access to databases. You know, I've got all sorts of resources at my fingertips, or I have probably already downloaded them from years of kind of doing this on the web anyway. Let me do the hard work for you and then package it up for you. And then it will be beneficial to everybody. So um, that's one of the big things. I think one of the big value propositions for me is I try to take that hard work out of them, uh, away from them and, and, and let me do that. I really like that. Yeah. So am I right in thinking that you're running the whole membership through Mighty Networks? Uh, yeah. So I did, look, I did attempt to do it myself. I spent 72 brutal hours trying to install WordPress and Memberium and learning management systems and gateways and Amazon S3. And oh my God, like I literally was at my wits end and I just thought I don't have the time or the money to be dealing with this. Like I can't pay somebody to do it for me. And you know, as probably many of the listeners do one thing on on one plugin, you know, dies and your whole membership site's screwed and you don't even know which plugin it is. And it takes forever to kind of figure out 
what's gone wrong or it's not compatible with the new version of your theme. And I, I was like, I can't, I, I literally cannot deal with this. Um, so that's literally that same day I joined <laughs> Membership Academy and I signed up to Mighty Networks because I'm like, I can't do this on my own. It's too complicated a beast to launch a membership site solo. So I love Mighty Networks great developers out of the box. It works great. They're um, got a great dedicated app. It's not just a browser. It's a, it's a specific app, a HD app as well for tablets. They've got embedded chat. They're always doing new stuff. They take care of payments. Um, the, you know, the, it's brilliant. I love it. And for the price, I'm happy to be paying it. It's just takes a huge stress away from me. Awesome. So actually just on Mighty Networks for a minute, because I know we have people using it in a variety of ways. Mm -hmm. So you're using their inbuilt payment system and everything, just Mighty Networks, nothing else involved. Yeah. I mean, I have sometimes, you know, I have obviously different, you know, there's one, there's one public version, but then there's lots of plans hidden behind the scenes. Some of them involve manual um, invoicing, which is easy to do. There are some that are like, you know, 30 day trials, 14 day trials, different, you know, different modules. So I have a community only, which I recently just did. And I think I probably stole that again from you guys is uh, when somebody leaves, I'm now offering them free membership to the community. So if they've, if they've been a member once, even if they decide to leave, you're more than welcome to continue to at least be part of the community, which gives them access, thanks them for being a member at some point and potentially may get them back when they see all the stuff they're missing out on. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I'm doing it. Cool. And so what made you make that decision to keep those cancelled members in the community then? Experimenting. I, I literally was like two weeks ago. I got I got a member cancel who I thought we had a good thing going on. You know, I thought you know we were we were tight. We had a good relationship. We'd inv- I invested quite a bit of time in helping them out, and they left. And look, I get sometimes people are like, I don't know their circumstances. I don't know what's going on in terms of their finances, their career, or maybe they've just got what they needed and time to move on, which is absolutely fine. But that kind of that hurt a little bit. And I thought, you know what, let me at least try this. You know, there's no harm done. Let me see if people are interested. If they leave and they sign up, then I'll get a sense of the value people place on the community. I'll understand it. It gives me an opportunity to still interact with them and maybe get them back in. So it may not be something I do forever. We'll see. It's not, I'm, not, I'm not committed forever to it. Um, but for now, we'll see. So let's talk life as a membership site owner then. I take it from a couple of things that you've mentioned that you're pretty much doing everything on your own. You don't really have a team helping you. Is that right? Correct. Everything, 100% me. And so how are you managing your time then and ensuring that you do get everything done? I'm not, (laughs) which is a short answer. It's a lot. I mean, it's just so overwhelming. So I'm really, really focused on trying to figure it out. You guys, I know in the membership academy, there's lots of resources and I really like the way that the, you talked about like content themes and then having something for a beginner and intermediate and advanced and just sort of building, con- like, you know, I can have one theme for the month and then three different levels based on people's experience. So I kind of want to get there eventually. I'm not there yet. I just don't have the bandwidth to really think about it in those terms. But um, the fact of having a main blog and then knowing I will have content for the cam club off that has made a big difference because now that I'm not doing two independent things, I'm not one topic for the cam club, one for my blog. They're the same. It's just, it's a, 
it's plus plus for the camp club. So that's made a huge difference. Um, thinking about it in terms of the journey, like wh- what am I going? How am I going to get him into the membership? Like that's my ultimate goal. So I've got to create content about that. So that's made a big difference. Um, but yeah, I'm trying this week. <laughs> I've decided to start batching my days. So like Monday's content creation day. Tuesday's marketing day, three is sales day, four is admin day, five is strategy, uh, Friday strategy day. Trying to do it like that so I can just literally go, okay, I've got nothing else to do today but create content. Tomorrow I'll deal with all the social media and the marketing and the email. Wednesday I've got to get on the phone and try and find some customers. You know what I mean? Like that seems to be helping me, to be honest, um, be a bit more productive. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I'm going about it right now. Excellent. So overall then, what impact would you say having the membership has had for your life and business so far? I know it's it's still quite young, less than a year old, but how would you say it's affected things for you so far? Uh, listen, uh, I mean, I'm not, uh, I, I don't work for anybody else. You know, I quit my job, my big corporate job, uh, six-figure job in July last year, and my income has fallen by like 90%. So, you know, it's been a massive challenge for me to kind of get through particularly right now but um i feel more invigorated and more um energized and more excited about life and my business and the difference i'm making than i ever have in my entire life i just feel so like i'm making a really big difference to people and it's making me just really really um motivated so from a mental state and from a from a um you know, a happiness point of view, it's made me, it's like a 180 from my previous life. So that's that. From a financial point of view, I've got some income, like, you know, it's okay. I'm getting a decent amount of money, not not huge, but listen, it pays for rent and it pays for food and um, uh, it attracts other business like coaching clients and bits and pieces here and there. So between all of that, it's, I'm getting an income and I feel like there's a real, a bit like, you know, if you can sell it to 10 people, you can sell it to 100,000 people. You know what I mean? Like if this is a global business, I've got people from all over the world. There's billions of people in the world. There are millions and millions of account managers in the world. I've proven it's worthwhile. I've proven I can keep members. They're not dropping off like flies. I have good engagement. I've got a solid business model. It's just now executing it. So it's all validation. You know, you're like, okay, that idea works. People want it. I'm making a difference. I can make money at this and live my passion. All of those things are amazing. I love that. And so actually, I'd love to know, because at the time of recording this, we're kind of at the supposed tail end of the the coronavirus pandemic mm. and things. So actually, how have you found that that's affected the membership or having the membership has affected your ability to work through that? The membership has actually grown over this time. I think because people are isolated and because even more so they're having less conversations with their colleagues, they're having less conversations with their managers because they're not, they're not in the same room. Uh, and people have struggled with the virtual kind of remote working. Uh, so the camp club has actually gone quite well. What hasn't gone well is my consulting training business that that tanked. And that's where, uh, you know, this is like the, the camp club is the, is the tortoise, you know, it's the slow and steady grows little bit by little bit. The consulting business is where you might get like a 10,000 pound one lump sum payment for a big training consulting gig. And that's sort of the, the hair, you know what I mean? Like that's the nice big cash injection you might get and that all fell over. So um, I've been really grateful to have the cam club. 
get me through this. But yeah, it's been nice to see that it's still grown, didn't die just because uh, you know, people were um, not going to the office. Great. And so is there anything you actually wish you had known earlier or that you'd do differently if you were starting the CAM club again now? I would definitely, definitely have a better structured plan around marketing and content because it's been all over the place. And I didn't really, you know, when you launch and you're like, I don't even know how it's going to go. And then it kind of catches you by surprise. And then you end up spending a lot of time catching up because it caught you by surprise. It was a case of that. Like I was like, I'm going to do it. I said I would, I launched it. And then like all these people joined and I'm like, Oh God, now it's actually happening. And now I've got like all these things I need to do that I didn't really have in place. I think it's really important to sketch that out because you don't want to be like, let me just send my email list an invitation and suddenly 50 people join and you're like, okay, now what? You know what I mean? You need to know what happens after that because membership, people come and go. People expect to see new members join. They want to see new blood. They don't, they want, want, want to see 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 members because that shows to them that you're invested in growing it and they're going to meet new people and they're going to connect with other people. Um, and if you're not ready to do that and then your 50 members becomes 40 and then three months after that it becomes 30 and you don't have a plan, you're just going to be really struggling. So I would definitely do that differently. That's a, that's a great point, I think. And it sounds like you're definitely moving towards that more structured approach and that more consistent approach, as you say, with, with your marketing and your free content and the, the membership now. Yeah, uh, I'm getting there. Uh, I'm realizing too that I am a perfectionist, which is a problem. Um, the other thing I haven't got, which I really need to do, is I haven't settled on a template or a structure. So every time I do a presentation, I'm like, I didn't really like that last PowerPoint. So now I'm spending a lot of time trying to find a new one or designing a new one. It's like, Warwick, the other one really wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? So there is an element of me like constantly trying to finesse and tinker and, you know, tweak, tweak things, which I've really got to let go of because I can't waste three hours designing a PowerPoint when the other one was perfectly good. So, um, yeah, there, there, there's challenges around that too, like just knowing yourself and like, you know, putting, putting a lid on the beast and just going, okay, let's, let's acknowledge the fact that I have these issues, but let me kind of past them but yeah yeah I I can definitely relate to that I like to allow like a little bit of time on I try and take Fridays off but mm. I kind of always allow a little bit of what I call tinker time so yeah. that like if there's something like that that's bothering me where it's, where it's like well I really I really want to do this better next time or something like that then that's my time to play around with that yeah. without it interfering with everything else that I've got to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I think that's great advice. And that's what I really want to try and do on my strategy day is allow myself that just thinking and that tinkering and to look at some of the, um, look at some of my content and see where I could improve it. Instead of trying to do it every time, do it more like, okay, let me look at my last video. What didn't I like? What did I do different? Is my body language not great? Is the way I speak, could it be improved? Is the content not great. And then turn that into something you fix for next time versus I don't like the way that looks. And then suddenly you're wasting time. So you want to make sure you're evolving it. Like you don't want it to be, well, what I launched at is the only version of this. 
And I know in the membership academy, there's always new things. You know, you, you've launched your game plans. You've kind of, you're always like, even just the the, the messaging, the approach, like the the naming, the the just because you want to appeal to different people and get people more engaged. And, you know, a game plan sounds very different to a roadmap. You know what I mean? Like, even though maybe the content has crossovers, but game plans like, oh, that's strategic. Oh, I'm going to go, I'm down for that. You know what I mean? So you've got to think about those things. It's really, really important if you want to be in it for the long term. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's always got to be that evolution, I think. So if someone listening is thinking about starting a membership then, What's one tip that you would give them? Uh, well, pull the trigger. Like, don't don't muck around because um, there's nothing lost. It's not that expensive to set up. You can road test it, but um, yeah, I think that. And I think you do need a foundation of content. Like, you can't launch and have nothing other than a registration page. You've got to have like some stuff so people don't think, "What have I spent my money on?" There's nothing here. That's important. Those two things. Get a, good, get a decent amount of stuff in your membership site and then when you launch, just launch. Don't, don't, because I hesitated for ages, ages. I'm like, nobody will buy it. Nobody wants it. Why would I do that? Who would buy from me? I don't have enough people on my list. I can't afford to do Facebook ads. I don't have a good following on social media. Like all these excuses. And then the day I launched, I had like 50 people joining one day. And it's like, I could have been umming and ahhing and if buts and maybes still. But you did it eventually and you got those 50 people in that first day. So that's huge validation to, to give you that motivation to carry on then. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So my last question as we wrap up then, I'd love to know what your goals are. What would you like the Cam Club to be or look like in 12 months time? So I, I would love to have a couple of hundred members. I would love to have pretty good engagement. I really want this to have great word of mouth. You know, I'm not so invested in numbers. I don't need, you know, that doesn't float my boat. I want people to go tell their friends. And I've had some people already tell their colleagues and their colleagues have joined. That to me is so good when like somebody says, I told my colleague and they've joined and they paid for a full year up front. That's what I want. I want lots more members like that. Um, because that means I'm doing a good job. If somebody says to their friend, you need to be a part of this, then that's what I want. And I can track all referrals through Mighty Networks. There's links for all members to kind of refer to a friend. Uh, it's not like a um, referral scheme, but at least you can track it. And, um, yeah, I've had a few people do that. So that to me is what I want. And to be able to, you know, eat, pay the bills. Awesome. And, yeah, that's the kind of the ultimate validation, really, when when other people are referring people to mm. your membership. Um, yeah, I love that. So if someone wants to check out the membership site, then where's the best place for them to do that? Thecamclub.com. That's an easy. <laughs> AM. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you so much for talking with me today, Warwick. I've loved hearing about your membership journey and I'm really looking forward to seeing where the next 12, 24 months take you. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you so much to like, you know, you and Mike and everybody inside the Membership Academy. The community is fantastic. The resources are fantastic. And um, yeah, I wouldn't be without it. So really appreciate the invitation to you to talk about my site on your podcast. Oh, well, thank you. And yeah, we really appreciate having you as a member. It's always a pleasure seeing you in the community. Thank you. 
That's all for another episode, folks. Thank you for listening and thank you to Warwick for sharing his journey so far. I love how honest Warwick is about his journey as a membership site owner and the fact that he doesn't have everything figured out yet and is still tweaking and testing things. That's something I think any membership site owner can relate to, no matter how long they've been up and running. If you'd like to see more of what Warwick is doing, then head to thecamclub.com. And if you'd like to get the transcript and notes for the episode, you can head to themembershipguys.com slash btm39. I'd also love to hear your thoughts on the episode. Let me know your takeaways over at talkmemberships.com. That's all from me for this week, though. Thank you for listening. Thank you once again to Warwick. And I hope you'll join me again next week for another episode of Behind the Membership. Behind the Membership.